Hello and welcome to part two of the Rouse Review, the City Works portion of our show. Uh, with us here, still sitting there, is Amanda <laughs> Behan. Although leave. her name tag says A R Behan. What's the R stand for? It's my maiden name, Ritter. Ritter. Yes. Amanda Ritter Behan. I didn't That's know what that. right. Did people just call you A R? No. Why do so? Well, well, actually, we'll get into this in a second because I'm curious ah, about police an... and social media and how they present, how they identify themselves. I'm a little curious about that. Yeah. Uh, but for those of you who didn't listen to part one, this is new police chief Amanda Behan. If you want to hear more about Amanda, go listen to part one. It was only like five, ten minutes. It yeah. doesn't take much of your time. Go listen to that part. But Amanda Behan, police chief of the Winchester Police Department, uh, first full day on the job. Um, so I'm, I'm always curious. Police officers identify them. There's badge number. Yes. There's their name. Yes. But when, how, like, what kind of protections do you do police officers use to kind of protect their identity? It's not that you're trying to hide who you are, but, no. you know, you might be very careful about social media. Mm-hmm. You might be, you know, your name tag that we were just chatting about. There's no, you don't put your first yeah, name on it. What yeah. is it? Why? It's been a tradition and that's a, it's an interesting topic to talk about, but in the, in the past and of course, uh, because of the media, mm-hmm. oftentimes uh, the full name does come out mm-hmm. when an officer is involved in something. However, the officer will do as much as they can to protect themselves. And it's not just about them. It's about their families. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, often when they're off, they want to be off and they want to focus on their families mm-hmm. and not have to worry about um, somebody that they arrested in any kind of retaliation or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, for, we typically do our reports um, with just the initials, the mm. last name. When we fill out mm. criminal complaints to swear out a warrant, okay. it will be just initials only. And so that way, if it gets published in the media, unless that media source has the first name, mm-hmm. they're only going to publish the uh, initials. Now, okay. as far as social media, what you'll see is some folks are a lot more private. Uh, officers are more private. So they will have different names that they use. They may you know, use their first and middle name and the middle name will be their last name instead mm-hmm. of using their full names. Got it. Um, it just depends on, we don't have policies that regulate mm-hmm. how they put themselves out on social media. Yeah. Um, certainly uh, some parts of it, but not, you know, what name that they use. Yeah. Just good practice. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, when badge number, that's mm-hmm. assigned based on when you join, right? Well, it's a little bit different. So in, in our, um, with the chief and the deputy chief and the captains, that's based on seniority of appointment in the position. Oh, okay. And, but it, when it comes to the officers, it's not, it, it, it would be very difficult if we were constantly chasing seniority. Mm-hmm. So we just assign uh, them a badge number when they come on. Got it. Got yeah. it. So what's your, are you badge one? Now? I am. <laughs> Whoa, I know. So That's cool. I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Badge I started one. as badge number 56. Badge 56. Yes. And then we were two when you were deputy chief? Yes. And okay. I was seven when I was a lieutenant. And I, mm. I can't remember what my captain badge was. And yeah. And then huh. I was a detective at one point and had badge 104. Okay. That's odd. Yeah. Which 104, because so, we don't have 104 officers. No, the, we just, our detectives start at unit number 100. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Is that yeah. common? Yeah, pretty common. Pretty common? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So you can kind of tell. So if you get a ticket, we just write badge number on the ticket. The na- it's the initials, the first two initials, last name, and the badge number. 
Okay. okay. On a citation, but a warning sometimes will just be yeah. a unit number. So you could kind of get a sense for how long someone's been a police officer by their badge number to mm. some degree. If like you get yes. a ticket, you look by a at supervisor. It. By a supervisor. Yes. Okay. Then you know that they've been with the department for a while. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Another topic I wanted to hit today uh, because it's something that's been around for a while, but I think there's a lot of kind of misconceptions about it is body cameras. Yes. Body cameras have become kind of you know part of the cultural zeitgeist of you know if you look back ten years ago, they were this novelty that oh police officers are going to wear cameras and what does that mean and you know a lot of yeah, I'd say controversy, some uh, hesitancy from some corners. Uh, but now it's I mean, pretty standard. I, yes. I, I think pretty much any police, even our sheriffs across the street have them. And it's more welcomed now, too. Oh, our, our, absolutely. Yeah. Our officers are so accepting and they yeah. absolutely love having them. What yeah. great evidence mm-hmm. does the body worn camera bring? You know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. incredible for which their is, cases. Which is wasn't the way it really started in mm-hmm. some cases. No. Yeah. So a lot of resistance. A lot of resistance. Uh, you know, nationally. That's yeah. the of course, national issue. Of course. Yeah. But what do you think, um, you know, as that changed over time, you know, what was the driving factor? Were this their specific moments or incidents or did an officer have to have their own experience where a body camera, you know, helped? I think some for way? some of our more senior folks, that was the case where okay. they it helped them in court cases. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was when we... Um, our number of complaints actually went down after mm-hmm. we received body-worn cameras because we were actually sitting down with citizens and the complaint would say one thing yep. and the body-worn camera would say <laughs> another and we yep. would offer to bring them in and sometimes they decline the offer knowing. Mm-hmm. And then other times, you know, because they're caught up in a moment, it was like a perception that actually wasn't real. Yeah. And so I think a lot of our, our more senior folks realized mm-hmm the benefit that it could bring and I think for our younger officers technology is just yeah. all they've known yeah so yeah. It, they love it interesting now the the technology has also evolved a fair amount too uh, right now and it used to be that most of the body cameras were manufactured by the same people that did taser right and yes. now it's axon, axon. Mm-hmm. but is axon still owned by taser or is that yes uh-huh okay. yeah so interesting the origin of it's also a little interesting because Taser, and I mean that's actually the brand name. It's it's, it's called a Taser, right. and it it's is the by the Taser company. Yes, uh, Taser really started doing this as a kind of a risk mitigation tool to some extent. They started making these things. First off, they were already in an industry that sold to law enforcement, right. but the um, they their motivation, at least my understanding, is their motivation was in essence to avoid getting sued. Right. Yeah. That, is that that accurate? Yes. Okay, good. Um, so, But the technology has evolved to the point where now it's still that little thing that's worn on a police officer. You see it. It looks, you know, it's gotten a little smaller. Yes. It's gotten a little more. Um, it blends in it a, blends little a little more. bit more. But 
real quick, how does it work? Is it, it automatically turns on? They switch it on? They switch it off? What now are the, the policies? Office, yeah, the officer has to turn it on, and we have very strict policies about when it is to be turned on. There's not, there's no flexibility mm-hmm. with that, um, and it's the policy is very clear. So mm-hmm. they just uh, turn it on by you know using index finger, press a button, it comes on, and um, then at the end of the shift they upload all the videos. They don't have a choice whether to pick and choose what videos get uploaded. Mm-hmm. They all get uploaded. They then have the the requirement that they have to go in and I identify what incident it belongs mm-hmm. to and what the classification, whether it's an assault and battery or a traffic mm-hmm. stop. And um, so it automatically gets uploaded. And a great feature, what I love now with, um, it's called evidence.com. That's where these body cameras, it's all owned by Axon. So the videos go there, but we also have the ability now to build out cases on evidence.com. Huh. So our records personnel will take re- their the incident report and they'll put it with the body worn camera footage or any evidence that uh, digital evidence that will go with it. Uh, our Commonwealth's attorney who prosecutes our cases, they actually have access to evidence.com. So it's automatically, um, they automatically have access to the video immediately. And uh, when we have time to get those reports uploaded they'll have access to that as well mm-hmm. so it's a, it's such it's such an incredible tool that's constantly evolving there's there's body cameras uh, yeah, there's other tech though that's constantly getting introduced or that we're testing out i know not too long ago i was over there and we were looking at the the bolo wrap uh, yes. gun things. Yes. We have a few of those. First we off, did. explain what those are. For people. So the the bolo wrap, and it's very incident specific. So mm-hmm. it's it's difficult because we don't have a lot of those. I think in you know major cities they could be a lot more. Yeah. Uh, they would be used a lot more. But basically, it deploys like this. It's, it kind of reminds you of the old school lasso, if you it will, is, yeah. right? Yeah. And you press a, the trigger, and it just wraps the person up yeah. uh, so that they can't move. It's like something and out of Batman's utility belt. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to see that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they, they fired it at me. Yeah. <laughs> but so. I tell you, like, my favorite thing with technology right now that we are implementing in our emergency communications center mm-hmm. is the prepared 911. And it actually gives dispatchers the ability to see the person who's calling 911, their camera. And so they have huh? to get permit. Yes. On their cell phone. So, Yes. So this, uh, okay. we are the first agency. Not random chem from on their no, computer no, no, no. or something. We're no, not we are the first agency in Virginia, yeah. and we've been blessed by the city attorney to move forward with okay. this. We um, so if someone is a victim, say of a robbery, mm-hmm. and they call, they're hiding, and they call nine one one. The dispatcher can ask them, "Can I have access to your cell phone?" Wow. It'll send them a, a link, and they can click accept, and then they can then the dispatchers will be able to see what is transpiring from the eyes of the victim that's very amazing right yeah i am so i'm just so excited and this is this is a free service for us wow cost us nothing interesting yeah I'm going to see that in action at some point right yes we have have the text to 911 too yeah 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 yeah. that's so that's the one that i'm you know most that works with our existing cad system yes okay yeah Because CAD, our, our, and that's our computer-aided dispatch system, it is, uh, ours, you know, 
there we are probably going to be looking at upgrades yes. to that in the in the near future yes. and that's a big undertaking yes. you know that the the dispatch center is incredibly technology driven yes uh so there's four monitors at each station yes yeah so and that, that actually we should do a podcast just about the uh emergency dispatch at some point we did we did another one Ah, but we didn't go. We should go there. We should go there. Well, we'd have to do a video then because then they wouldn't be able to see all the cool tech. That's true. But then we also usually don't show that. Yeah, we've got to be real careful yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. As a side note, we do have a meeting scheduled to see this prepared 911, so I can yeah. Yeah, like make sure that you get included on that. Yeah. Anything else coming up? Any yeah. other... Uh, Technology-wise, no. Okay. I don't know. That's, uh, that's the big one. Yeah. And then just the constant replacement of vehicles and yes. the in we, we have constant issues with our the computers that we have in the vehicles yes. and that's always just a yeah. our e-ticket feature mm-hmm. you know that's a that's really yeah. great for our officers because you know writing out a summons takes a lot of time mm-hmm. a lot of boxes to fill out yeah. so you could the officers will s- spend several minutes and while the person's sitting there and uh writing out uh, the summons, but mm-hmm. the e-ticket allows our officers to scan driver's license and it automatically uh, okay. uploads the information. And plus, they can enter the information through a keyboard versus yeah. actually handwriting it. So it's a really awesome feature. And if you're outside of Virginia, you're probably very familiar with speed cameras. Speed cameras are not allowed in Virginia, but recently that's changed a little bit, right? Because now can't we put them in school zones? I don't know about that. Okay. I am not up to speed on that because I know that was a, We're getting a big Yeah, residents no. have asked us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, about wanting them, and yes. I understand that. Yeah. I, You know, it is our number one complaint. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, our officers are are definitely out there hitting the, the streets and writing mm-hmm speeding tickets um and a lot of that is just perception mm-hmm. um you know it, that was eye-opening for me going through the basic academy and actually you had to hold a radar mm-hmm. gun and um your partner would have to guess like the speed and mm-hmm. we had to get proficient at it but when we all first started we thought people were traveling a lot faster than they actually yep. were yep. so a lot of our complaints on speeding are actually just because of perception yeah yeah remember yeah. that folks because i was in a meeting just yesterday yeah where folks were saying uh oh you gotta do something about the speeding on this street it's so bad people They're are going 55 com- miles 50, an hour yeah, it's a 25 <laughs> mile an hour zone and then we we put units out there not police units but you know uh you know those little flashing uh, stop signs that have or speed indicator speed signs, signs. Mm-hmm. yeah you're driving by and it tells you how fast you're going those collect data mm-hmm. so we go back and we look at that data and we realize well you know the average speed's actually like 27 miles an mm-hmm. hour or, <laughs> yeah you know, 30 miles an hour yeah if you're standing still and a car is passing you it, you can't gauge yeah. how fast they're going. And now, police are specially trained to do that. Correct. Correct. Yes. So they can, and is it true? I, I'm not sure if this is an old uh, urban legend, but isn't it true that you have to be able to be, to, you know, to be a police officer or to pass some tests? You've got to be able to identify how fast a car is yes. going on site. That is, yes, that is a part of wow. your initial basic radar certification. And your radar certification has to be kept up throughout your career in wow. order to be able to write tickets related to speeding. How in so. the world do you figure that out? Yeah. This seems like impossible. Yeah. 
Yeah, how do yeah. you? Yeah, that's the question. How do you figure yeah. that out? I, I, like, I is don't. There a, is you it's just been train so. Your brain it's been something? a lot of years since I went through that <laughs> <laughs> that class. Yeah, but you're I not really right. That was very anymore. difficult. You had to get within so many miles per hour. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Actually, just the more you look at it, the more yes. you test your knowledge against mm-hmm. the. There gun. you go. There you yes, go. that's crazy. Yes. Well, Amanda, thank you very much Absolutely. for uh, coming and chatting with us. I'm sure this will not be the last time that you come in. Happy to be uh, here. Congratulations again on being our new chief. And uh, yeah, there we go. All right, Amanda, thanks for coming in. Absolutely.